0: Welcome to the More Than Fitness Podcast. Rico, Jared, thank you guys for doing this. My first ever threesome, and I could not be more excited um, that it is two males that are my friends. So uh yeah, thank you both for for coming on the More Than Fitness Podcast. I appreciate it, guys. Well, it is definitely more than fitness right now. So <laughs> yeah. Way more than gonna, fitness. It's it's gonna be interesting. Um Rico, where are you at right now? Are you are you in Chicago or are you in Las Vegas? i'm sorry what was that chicago chicago is that how you say it in kentucky Kentucky-an? no 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 chicago Chica- Ch- Ch- chicago T-Tan-tucky. chicago chicago <laughs> this, that, yeah. this, this, so. this, this, this podcast is definitely going nowhere so <laughs> this is gonna be perfect um, Rico, where are you at where are you at bro uh i am visiting my mother in florida oh oh that's nice what part of florida i ask, you like, don't care Sherry. oh
1: that's cute that's, no, all naples. right I,
0: I take back everything that i just said and now i'm interested in your family time <laughs> uh naples naples okay cool i i actually haven't been to naples uh jared where are you i so actually didn't ask no, i'm kidding i'm kidding okay.
2: <laughs> no one gives a fuck <laughs> um, I'm kidding. matt i am exactly three hours from you i am just yeah, south of indianapolis indiana for those listening
0: yeah um, I, f- yeah, I guess we probably don't need to do introductions or anything like that. I feel like most people by this point, I've had you both on my podcast. We've done, gone I would back be and forth with podcasts. If
2: you did an intro.
0: I know. Um, but here's the thing, guys, I didn't have anything prepared to talk about. So These are the best. what, a was there anything that at the top of your mind that you guys have been thinking about? Well, I, Precents. you know, you know, you know, I like to keep this this kind of loosey-goosey and we can keep it loosey-goosey but Jared I did see that you um just did therapy a little bit ago. I did have a and therapy session today. How how did that go, dude?
2: It went well. Actually, here's what's funny is normally my therapy days I block off the rest of the day because in case it's heavy. Um and if it was trust me if it was if it was bad I would have canceled on you. I would have been like, "Matt, Jared sad. We are doing this another time. Like, okay. <laughs> no, it was, it was good. Um, I go to therapy. I'm down to like, originally when I started going to therapy, I was going like every other week, um, just to work through some, you know, shitty shit. Cause originally I started therapy, uh, per Enrico and Ryan's recommendation. Fun fact. Um, oh, really? Yeah. That that's the big reason I went to therapy because Rico and Ryan, um, were so pro therapy and I'm like, wow, maybe I need to get my shit checked <clears throat> because, but I actually didn't think I needed therapy. I was like, I'm good but I did it for more of a mental checkup because I'm like, I would rather check and make sure the sky is not falling before the sky falls. Um, but I also, I figured, I just want to make sure I'm handling things right. I'm like the more that I do life, the more successful I become a business, the more responsibilities I get, the higher my stress levels get. And I want to make sure I'm not doing the mental health version of what most people do with fat loss and they think they're doing it right. And they're trashing everything. So, mm. um, so I went to therapy and, uh, I just got talking on the very first day to make things nice and awkward. Uh, I'm just talking. She's like, so what's your story? What's your childhood? And something happened and I bawled like a baby. (laughs) I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. I cried like my eyes out for like first therapy session. Like I just got, I was just, she's amazing at asking questions. And I'm like, all of a sudden I'm talking through things and I just feel it coming. And I'm just like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. And I bawled and then slept for like three days straight. Fun fact. So So um, it's just kind of like.
0: Just regurgitate it all, just mm-hmm. everything that yeah. You
2: been. hold we hold trauma in the body. It's pretty crazy how it works. And which is why when it releases, it's why one of the only ways you can get it like can get like the way like Kyle Sease talks is this why we cry is because it's like purged from you through your eyes. So um, but I've been in therapy for like a 18 months or so because now I just go maintenance. Now it's like I have a therapy session once a month just to like, just like a maintenance kind of thing, like a monthly chiropractic adjustment kind of vibe. Um, yeah. And so, cause I worked a whole bunch of stuff. It's one of the best things I ever did. So.
0: Sure. Okay, cool. And then, I, and again, I don't have to, we don't have to make this super personal or get into. I will tell I, you. I know. I know, Jared, I know you was this Jared, morning. Jared, I know you, but with Rico, <laughs> cause Rico, I'm gonna ask you the next question. Cause how, cause you said that you recommended to Jared, how long, how long have you been, how long have you been doing it? If you don't mind sharing, of course we can do whatever you want. One second. Okay. We'll take a second. Sorry. I
1: just I, I muted myself and now I had to unmute myself
0: because um, I wanted to, because there was
1: a plane flying overhead and I didn't want that to interfere with the audio. Uh, oh, full transparency I don't go to therapy anymore. Um, and that's not to say that I'm 100% and that I like don't need therapy uh, because I very well do. Um, and I think a big thing for me not going back to therapy right now is ego. Um, and I'm very well aware of that, and I'm extremely self-aware of that. Um, And Jared and I have had multiple conversations on this. And as much of an advocate as I am for therapy for everyone else, it's always
0: the hardest taking your own advice. Um, And so, oh, and, and, it, and it comes in. You know, sorry to cut you off, but I was going to say, it just it come. You know, I feel like it can it can come in waves as well. You have different mm-hmm. seasons of life. Maybe certain. You know, Jared, I like what you said about kind of staying proactive uh, about it. But with but Rico, whenever you first started doing it. Did you have a similar kind of experience that, that Jared did or did it take you kind of longer to, to really open up?
1: Um, so when I first started therapy, that was in college. And mind you, I, I would say this, anyone that's listening, um, who is in college, or knows anyone that's in college, take advantage of therapy programs that are in school. Um, it's free. <laughs> well, yeah. dude, to be honest with you, my each of my therapy sessions were five bucks, like wow. five bucks. And uh, I didn't realize how valuable that was. Um, and to be honest with you, I was very reactive when I went to therapy, I was not very proactive. It was because I had just gotten out of a relationship, um, which we were in a break and, uh, and that, that fucked with me for lack of a better term, it fucked with me and I didn't know how to handle it. Um, and that was also when I was going through one of the hardest periods of my life where I did not want to become a doctor anymore. And I had felt all self-identity was lost and I was trying to find who I wanted to become and work through all that. So coupled with a break slash breakup, um, and also an identity shift it was, it was two things where I'm like, all right, I got to I need to, I need to go to see someone or need to talk to someone. And it was very reactive. I will admit that I'm not gonna, I won't hide that. Um, but I'm thankful I did because I found the value of therapy and, you know, anyone that I ever speak to, it's like, I'd always prefer them to be more proactive about it. Right. Just like Jared said, where it's like, instead of, instead of reacting when the sky's falling, um, be able to handle for when, and if the sky does fall, right.
0: Um, Mm-hmm. Do you so, do anything? Do you do anything else besides so like besides therapy? Do you do any type of like meditation or journaling or even just like whatever self reflection or anything like that? That is a wonderful question. Um, I need to get better at that as well. Um, or just like what are some things that you do to to keep your shit straight? I guess that's all. Like just on a normal basis on a, on a daily like one of the things to give you some time to to think. One of the things that I have been doing uh, for a while now. I've I've definitely mentioned it on the podcast before, but it's it's starting and ending my day with a laugh. And that definitely kind of sets the mood for uh, especially in the beginning of the day, I start laughing because I listen to a comedy podcast. I listen to stand up, just something or somebody that I know is going to make me laugh. And then whenever I'm winding down to go to bed, uh, you know, laughing and trying not to overthink or anything like that. Right. It just it's something that can help me uh bracket my day with uh cultivated happiness, right? Yep. So anything weird like that?
1: <laughs> um I, w- I wouldn't say like a laugh. I would just say trying to practice more stillness, more time with me and less time on my phone. Um and that's fucking mm. tough. I'm gonna be honest Dude, with you because I feel like us, I I'm have- sure. Yeah. Because I, I, I personally feel like I need to be so in the know with things. And as a byproduct of that, there is a lot of fucking comparison that comes with that. And mm. I feel like I, I feel like I'm missing out, right? If I'm not like staying up to date with what's going on. When in reality it's like I'm I'm not staying up to date with me with what's going on in here. I'm so focused on the external and what's going on in the world that I'm not concerned with what's going on inside of Enrico. And so for me, I'm trying to practice more periods throughout the day where I don't have my phone. Like my phone is it's off right now. Like I I've had it off for the past hour. Um, and so I mainly get text messages from like my my uh Um, laptop, laptop. Yeah. Because I'm still connected to iMessage because I knew you guys were going to text me about the podcast. So I'm like, let me leave that open, but I don't scroll TikTok. I'm not scrolling Instagram right now. And I'm less likely to open it up on my laptop just because the viewing experience is shitty compared to my phone. So I'm trying to practice that more. And also I can be more present. Like, otherwise I would, I would literally be when Jared or you're talking, I would probably do this. Like if I'm being honest, like, yep. Talking, but like my phone's right here. You know what I mean? And so I don't want to do that. And I know it's a disservice to not only
0: myself, but also you guys. I love that. Jared, what about you? I know, I think that we might've touched on it. Some of my last podcast, maybe I don't remember, but anything like that where you kind of cultivate joy throughout the day. I just uh, like that topic. Yeah. I like yeah no, Jared's, I love that. J- Jared's great with this.
2: Well, so yeah. I do. So for, let me just say this, like I haven't always been great with this. And the reason why I'm trying not to sound like a cocky asshole. The reason why I'm doing well with this currently is because I I've literally made this my number one priority over the past year. So like me basically connect so because at the end of the day in the psychology world what we're talking about is connecting deeper to yourself that's really if we had to simplify that was a dope sneeze bro um uh, i muted myself and i knew it was coming <laughs> um we're, we're just we're just connecting deep with ourselves right so like in whether that be in the way of meditation whether that be a therapy whether that be with like the matt the fact that you just want to laugh a.m and p.m like that's all of that. That's all of what this is. It's a level of self-connection and to get really deep. It's honestly a level of um, inner child nurturing in the psychology world, right? So mm. there's a few things that I do. Number one, my morning routine, my the, the quick part of my morning routine is extremely tactical. Um, I have three different ways I journal in the morning, every morning. I do a gratitude journal. I do an emotional dump that gets my just whatever. Cause if so fun fact about Jared, um, I've, I didn't realize this is what it was. I've always struggled with anxiety. I didn't realize until this past year it was anxiety, but apparently I've struggled with anxiety a lot. Well, I am most reactive upon awakening. Um, what fun fact, another really deep thing I am in the, one of the things my therapist and I are talking through <laughs> are these really fucked up dreams. I have, I have some of the most horrendous dreams that most people would be disappointed in me because they're so violent and they're so nasty. Um, Fun
0: fact. So well, here's now, the thing. Oh, okay. But I have to know what they are. <laughs>
2: okay. well, wait, no. I, I'm more than happy to disclose. I'm more than happy to disclose it. But either way, when you all come right. up, come out, of, when you, what, what, upon awakening, I am wake, I'm wake up reactive because of these frequent horrific dreams that I have of me killing people and getting chased and like all these, like, Oh, wow. Put, putting har- harmed children out of their misery. Like I'm talking about some fucked oh, up wow. shit.
0: How long, how long have you done? How long have you had these?
2: Um, I've had the fun fact. I have had the same dream since I was 13. The same
0: consistent being chased dream since I was like thirteen. That's apparently, why there's ask. a science. There's apparently because a s- I've I've had a dream. I've had dreams of being chased since really? I was very young. Yeah, so, like similar ones. I have like ones that come and like rotate every yeah. so many weeks or something. They'll pop back up again. I'm like, okay, there it is again.
2: Well, what's funny is as I've been handling my triggers appropriately and been working through therapy and stuff, um, I will get these phases of the dreams. I have this one kind of dream that I've had. It's basically the same framework, same framework since I've had, since I've been about 13, about like five dudes chasing me, trying to kill me. I'm out in the middle of nowhere, that kind of vibe. But then lately I've been having these ones of like sliding down a fire pole into a bunch of chainsaws to, from like, uh, to like, I literally, I had one last week where like, I, uh, I was talking about my therapist about it today where I was on a manhunt for this one guy and I was, his kid was with me and he halfway killed his kid and I had to shoot her in the face to put her out of her misery and tell her little brother to say goodbye. Like that oh kind God. of you're, shit. You're, so you're it's, a it's,
0: Steve. You're a Stephen King author is what you are. Yeah. yeah right. So,
2: um, so we're, we're breaking those down and like trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. Um, but,
0: sure.
2: but, um, but so long story short is I wake up reactive a lot. So some on the days that I have these, in half the time, I mean, the average human has around 14 dreams a night. So we don't remember half of our dreams. So I have a tendency to wake up reactive. So I am very on the offense about that. And I have things set up in my AM to bring me back grounded. So I do a three types of journaling. I do a gratitude journal, takes me roughly like 30 seconds. I have a brain dump or an emotional dump journal where I basically just write down whatever I feel, no judgment, just like I feel sad. I feel, I feel okay. I feel I'm worried about this. And I just get it out on paper. Um, or not paper, my new Remarkable Two E notebook, which is amazing. E notebook. Yeah. Um
1: which but leads I, the sponsor of this podcast, Remarkable <laughs> Two.
2: <laughs> but then I also end it with a third type of journal journal. It's called Coligo. It's basically a very um uh, manifest goal-orient focus kind of vibe. Um so I do those. That's what gets me grounded. Um, and like from the, uh, from the tactical and I, I view it like brushing my teeth. If I do that every day, bad things don't happen. Like my mental health doesn't go crazy. My anxiety doesn't get debilitating. My emotional stability stays good. Just like we brush our teeth every day and we never get cavities. Um, but then as far as the second part of that, to answer your question on what I do, that just gives me joy that I do. Yeah. Um, jujitsu. Jiu-Jitsu is one of the, the the handful of things that just gives me pure bliss. So I go train to Jiu-Jitsu with my teammates about three days a week and get the fuck beat out of me. Um, and then actually my Jiu-Jitsu Academy just shared a post, for, a post on the Instagram from last night and you see me literally getting thrown in the air. It's great. Um, oh, wow. That's exciting. And then also I have not been doing this <laughs> lately, but then uh, drum, playing drums was always something I enjoyed as a kid. So I uh, bought a... Uh, a minimalist electric kit not too long ago and it's right over here uh and i play so if i'm feeling Uh. it i so because one of the best things you can do to cultivate joy for those listening is go back to what you enjoyed as a child and it does some psychology Mm. stuff essentially i like shooting guns to
1: to add to that like sorry man, man when you when you said that like anytime i go on a soccer field i'm i'm a new person like mm. any, any time it just like, and I snap cause I know Jared, that's like your, your cue as well. Um, but like anytime a an soccer anchor. field, it's just like, for me, I'm, I'm back to that, that little kid, you know what I mean? Mm, and it's like, yeah, I just tap course. right into it.
2: This is why this is actually classified as like you would, it sounds really clickbaity, but it's, it's healing, right? It's you are nurturing your inner child when you do these things to just make you feel good. Um, especially when they're tied to what you enjoyed as a kid. I grew up before I got into fitness. I, all I did was play drums and, and did music. Um, and then I also got into grappling at a young age. And I, I, that's one of the things that I did when I got kind of complacent and I'm like, not really passionate. And I'm just like, kind of feel like I'm just going through life. I go. I don't have much joy. Like, I mean, I enjoy what I do, right? We all do, but like, like there's a difference when it's like, what do I just want to do for fun? Uh, And if you don't know where to start, going back to like, what did I enjoy as a child? Was it going Mm -hmm. on hikes? Was it going riding my bike? Was it my dad always had a motorcycle, so you go buy a motorcycle? Was it for me? It was jujitsu and drums. And I didn't realize, and I let those go for years until like a couple years ago, a year ago maybe. And then I go, you know what? I want to get back into playing drums. So I bought a kit, and then I we'll be out here for hours. Like my wife will like, it'll be like 11 o'clock at night and, and ele- it's an electric kit. So it doesn't wake anybody up, but like, yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. be, if I get in my like mode, I'll be out here for a long ass time. And it's just, I will catch myself playing and just smiling. It's the most mm. blissful thing. Um, as well as jujitsu, uh, ironically jujitsu helps with my anxiety too. So we'll that makes
0: off. sense. That makes a lot. Of sense. I mean, if you
2: sense. It, it basically trains you. If you panic, you get tapped out. <laughs>
0: Yeah, dude, it's like, it's like one of the, I feel like it's, well, it's different than lifting because it's the same thing that Rogan said, whatever it is, it's something like meditation with like dire, qu- dire consequences, basically.
2: You, it, <laughs> it's it, it forces Jiu-Jitsu, you Jiu-Jitsu. Yeah, it, it forces you to remain emotionally intelligent, to not give into your emotions into it, it forces you to stay calm because if you don't, you die or you get right. tapped or you get the fuck beaten out of you um, in the same way. It's how like cold showers can help with anxiety because you get in there and you're like, ah, 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 ah and you have to like, you have to force yourself to calm down. It mm. just is the same way, but someone is trying to choke the fuck out of you.
0: So, yeah, yeah, no, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I like that though. Well, how do you guys, well, well, go to Rico whenever, how do you kind of balance the, the, uh, so like in the morning, like if you're doing something fun, what I, what I struggle with is, is balancing doing the, doing the fun work and the stuff that I, I really enjoy doing with, Like uh, not chasing the shiny object, kind of doing more meaningful, purposeful work, uh, things like that. Or just like if you're if you're reading something or if you're learning about something, because here's the thing with our jobs, like we kind of we have to cultivate our own schedule, but we can also. You know, if I'm, if I'm not feeling super productive that day, it's just like, sometimes I just take the L and I have to, I just kind of take it as a deload day. And I'm like, look, I'm going to make a plan for tomorrow. I'm going to cut my day early and then I'm going to go do whatever, because this is just not whatever I'm trying to do right now. I'm trying to force it and it's not working. Do you see what I'm saying, Rico? Do you ever have Uh, situations like that that you deal with?
1: Dude, as a creative person, as a photographer, videographer, and editor, like (laughs) all the time, um, I think it's it it comes with a sense of like giving yourself grace and also being like cool you know what like you're not going to be creative all the time that's okay like, I think there's a a stigma around hustle culture that like, you need to be quote unquote on all the time. And so for me, I'm trying to unlearn a lot of those behaviors and it's a process. Like, I know I'm not going to get through it all the, like immediately, like I'll still stay up till 2am and edit videos. And I know I shouldn't be doing that. Um, but again, I'm not going to punish myself for it, right? Like that's when I get a creative kick, but also say, I know- unless
0: you're, unless you're feeling it, sorry to cut you off, but that's, that's what I'm saying. It's kind of like, it's kind of like auto regular. like you're feeling good. So it's like, dude, fucking send it. You know
1: <laughs> go for yes, it. but I have to be careful with that because if I'm ah, feeling okay. good at that time, that can also come with a sense of getting back into old behaviors of older Rico where it's like, oh well, I would always feel good at 2 am so I connect 2 am with that's when I only feel good and it's like no, no, I don't I don't want to operate like that I, I don't I want to be able to shut my day down earlier in the earlier at the end of the day and right. like have a, a normal rest of the day. Right. Um, yes. I don't want to look forward to, oh, I can edit at like one or 2am because I know everybody else is going to be editing and I know everybody else is going to be sleeping and I can grind and shit. And it's <laughs> yeah. like, I don't, I don't want to get back into that mindset um, mainly because for me, like it just, it'll lead to a path of like, you know, I'll stay up to 2am and I'm like, I can stay up till 5 a.m. when the sun rises and then I could just stay up the whole day. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I um, do that so, with
0: liquor. I do that with liquor where I like, I'm, it'll it'll be like, I know I'm going to write an email for Friday. So Thursday nights, sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm going to pour me up a whiskey. I'm going to light a candle. I'm going to turn on some music. But I'm just like, I can't always associate the the trigger of alcohol with like writing because it's, you know, then I end up, um, yeah, like a, yeah, man. Like a yeah. down a bad path, down a bad path. Yeah. But but I see what you're saying, 100%. Uh, Jared, what about you? Do, you do because here's the thing, the the big thing here, the overarching thing that I'm, I feel like all of us are struggling with, in some aspects, in different variations, and along the spectrum is like, how do you balance work and play? How do you balance the us being? Uh, what? Wait, Jared, how old are you? Twenty nine. 29. Okay. So, and then, yeah. So we're all in our 20s still, right? So we, we still have, yeah, you're right. You're, you're Maybe older. It's We should it's all talk good. about it. It's okay. Well, what I'm saying is we're talking is about that, it in like, therapy. We don't need to talk about it. We, we have, we have <laughs> these, we're in our 20s and we just, we have this drive. We have this ambition. We want to, we want to make, you know, we want to make things that we're proud of. We want to make more money. We want to make an impact. We want to help people. We want to do all of these things. But it's like how, like w- with Rico, like you were talking about the hustle culture and hustle culture, it's like, so much of our instincts are to hustle grind. Like we need to make this, we need to have that. We've got the phantom Gary V going on in the back of our head. And then the other side is just like, dude, you're, you're, you're still young. You're, you you have time. Like there's no super rush. Like we have, we have food, we have shelter, we have safety. We're, we're going to be okay. But it's, all, it's just for me on a daily balance daily, it's, it's just, it's going back and forth between those two.
1: And, and, and to be truthfully honest, like with anyone and everyone listening and like you two, um, and I know Jared and I have had this conversation, like I'm, I'm gonna be 26 next month. I feel like I haven't done shit with my life. So like if, 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 if I'm being fully honest with both of you and anyone listening, it's like, I feel like I have yet so much more to prove and it's like, I haven't done anything like, it's, sure. it, 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 it's crazy, right? It's like, it's this, it's this weird dichotomy of like I uh, like you said like we want to achieve more I want to accomplish more I want to do more and it's like I'm I'm currently right now in my life I'm struggling to accept that I've I've done a lot and like I've I, I because I, I don't feel like I have and I, I I will never look at it as like a man like you've done so much at your age and I'm like I haven't done shit
0: you know what I mean And right. so and so well, that's what sh- that's what helps pull you forward too right having that kind of humble mentality can be good but you have to make sure that it's also not crippling correct. You have to make sure that it's in check because then self-sabotage will happen, right? Because when, when things are going good,
1: um, it's like, you know, you'll find a way to talk yourself out of it or to work yourself back down to, you know, negative headspace. But um, yeah, it's just, it's just an interesting place. And that's why I want to bring it up because of what you talked about, this whole balance thing. And so for me, I'm trying to balance like, you know, m- wanting to move forward and like also looking at it as a driver of like, I haven't done shit, so I want to move forward and keep going. But also like, I don't I don't want it to be a, a, a dichotomy to where it's like, you know, Oh, I haven't done anything and it prevents me from doing anything ever. Right. Um, when, when that couldn't be further from the fucking truth, but it's just that story we tell ourselves. Um, and so, I don't know, for me, that's just, that's a point in, in my life where I'm at. And I just thought it'd be, you know, open to share about that.
0: Yeah, of course. I love it. Jared. (laughs) Um, to very, (laughs) (laughs) to (laughs) piggyback
2: off of that, um, (laughs) this is the absolute number one thing I struggle with by the absolute number one thing, like to give you an idea, like, um, I finished my major responsibilities yesterday by like 5 PM. And I literally told my wife, I'm like, Shelby, I don't, I, I, she's like, what's the rest of your day look like? I go nothing till jujitsu. I don't think, because it was like, I got all my stuff. done. she's like, that's great. I'm like, I feel weird. I need to go find something to do. I need, there's more work somewhere that has to be done. I feel like, so it feels really weird. Um, but here's the thing I, I, that I've grown to learn. Um, it is always a dichotomy balance is on a constantly changing scale. And it all comes back to the one thing Rico said without saying was self-awareness, where I feel like, and you said it as well. You're like, well, it's a rough day. It's just, I'm going to take the L, but I'm going to strategically plan for the next day, or I don't want to force it. That's literally a really awesome way of saying that you're really self-aware. But. The, the problem is most people, like we see this in diet culture a lot, where it's um, the diet culture and hustle culture are literally the exact same thing in my yep. opinion. Right. Um, sure. But we see it a lot where they go, oh, well, this is going to extrapolate to me being a lazy piece of shit the rest of my life. And it's like, eh, you're probably not. Like So, so for example, uh, a struggle that I've had that, again, i work been working through in therapy is I, I personally think every person that's a high achiever or has massive goals they really fucking needs to go to therapy because they're rooted in a bunch of fucked up shit. That's why one of the other reasons I started going. Um, But it's one of those things where I would like, I would be so scared to give myself grace because I thought I would get lazy and lose everything. Mm -hmm. I literally found out I had this deep belief in me somewhere where I would hustle, grind, pride myself on how little I slept and pride myself on how hard I worked staying up till two in the morning, working on stuff um, to uh, because I was scared if I felt a little bit of gratitude or if I felt a little bit of happiness, in like accomplishment, if if I would let, let I would let my foot off the gas, and I would mm. fail and lose everything. But mm. there was a, an older video Ed Mylett shared that made a really good point. He said because he was talking about this exact same thing. I I I I love Mylett's Mylett stuff. And he he said it was the same thing. He said a lot of high achievers and entrepreneurs and business people have this sense of if they stop to smell the roses, if they have a little bit of play, if they start to enjoy the results of what they're doing and not work 24 seven, they will uh, basically lean into that too much and get lazy and, and not have the drive anymore, um, which affects achieving. Right. And one of the things he said, he said, if you have, if you're hungry, if you are so hungry and you have the best steak in the world in front of you, and you take one bite, do you want the steak more or less? And it's like I would want it more. I'm hungry. I know what it tastes like now. I would want the rest of the steak. I am I would want I I wouldn't go. There's my one bite. I'm good. I don't want it anymore. He's like, that doesn't make sense. But that's what people do with this this whole grind your face off and never experience. Um, Because I think it's a balance because we all have had the conversations with each other and ourselves about like, man, I feel like I've been playing too much and not taking my business as seriously as I should. Or then you got on the other spectrum where it's like, wow, I haven't gone on date night in like three months or whatever. And it's, it's right. like, so then the question is, where's the dichotomy? It's, it is always a dichotomy, but I think it has to come back to does your, isn't is action and ambition winding up where like, if you have big goals, you have to have more than likely big action, but you can't do it in such a way that's unsustainable with unsustainable expectations. Like we all see this within in fat loss with clients where nothing is ever good enough, right? they they're, they're like down four inches, five inches in like a month, month and a half, they're killing it, but the scale's up. And they're like, but the scale's not up and they totally discredit their work. Right. Mm -hmm. But, but all of us has a, a, I believe it was Tony Robbins that talked about this exact thing is a defense mechanism to our brains where um, it's never good enough. Right. And we have to understand that because that's a thing that your brain naturally defaults to, because like, if you lost 30 pounds in 30 days, part of your brain would go, well, I should have lost 40. If, if you made a million dollars this year, part of your brain would go, should have made a million five. Right. Like the part of our brains are are designed like evolutionarily to never, it's never good enough. I could have done more. I could have done better, which that can drive you to achieve a lot, or it can also drive you insane depending on how you control it. That's why I think so much of this comes back to self-awareness, proper expectations. Um, Just like in the four agreements, uh, uh, the author talks about just like at the end of the day, doing your best. If you can say, I did my best, even if that wasn't the greatest, like, but you did your best then sleep well. Right. I think it's a mesh of all of them. I don't think there's a line in the sand because balance is different every day.
0: Yeah. No, I, I, I 100% agree. I, I think what I think where I have been looking into a lot is around um, because that what you're talking about, whatever the, the hedonic treadmill or just constantly wanting more and more and more. So you reach this goal and then there's going to be another goal. Like it's just like we, we can probably look back in the past two or three years. It's just like the spot that we're in right now two or three years ago, we probably would have been pumped, been pumped about, right? Yeah. So now, but what, what I'm saying is that that's what you have to realize is that we're, we're it's almost insane for us to have, because right now we all have maybe these certain benchmarks or goals in our heads that, hey, we want to try and strive for those goals. And then whenever we get those goals, then all of a sudden we're, we're not going to be in the same position that we were, yeah. whatever, two years ago. It's just like, I think after you realize that this is just a series of games, right? We're just playing one game after the other i think now what i have turned to is is looking at my attachment to these outcomes and to my expectations around these outcomes as well and, and and i think that what i've realized is that i can still care very deeply and and have these certain goals in my life without clinging as much whether or not i actually get that goal do you see what i'm saying like i yeah. can i can have this certain goal But me desiring it more or clinging to the outcome in almost a way that is causing me more suffering actually ch- isn't is the concept of chasing. It's, well, well, it's not doing me any favors. It's actually, right. it's quite literally not getting me any closer to the goal that I want to have. And so it's like, I'm also, I'm, I'm decreasing my chances of reaching the goal. And then I'm also ruining my happiness yeah. during the process. And so, so I think what it is, is it's not that you shouldn't have any goals or you should become a monk and just hang out in the mountains or, or don't not care about anything. I, I think that it's, it's making sure that you are matching your actions to your values in the moment, and, and trying to trying to simply enjoy that. So th- it's the relationship to the clinging of getting this certain thing, right? There, I think that's that's what you have to to play around with. There, that and it's you- hard. No, it's it's,
2: it's, it's, it's very hard. There are two things that reminds me of, there's a uh, two speakers that I really love to, to listen to. Um, one is I already talked about him though. There's a concept my talk Ed Milet talks about, he calls it blissful dissatisfaction. It's something I really leaned into lately, because if you have pure bliss and zero dissatisfaction, you don't change, you don't grow. If you were right. just pure bliss. Okay. That's not good. But if you have only dissatisfaction, you have no gratitude. You, you literally live in suffering. So, but then, like, what's the dichotomy? Is if you can live in a state of blissful dissatisfaction where you are so happy, so grateful, so present, so happy. But at the same time, you're like, part of you is like, you know what? But I still want to more. I still want to grow. I would still like to do these things or whatever. But mixed in that somewhere, I believe, is that release of expectation. Because when we make the uh, the way Kyle sees words, the expectation, our God in this kind of context, it, it, it cuts us off from our connection, from everything. This is why the only, this is going to sound really hopey dopey. The only true thing we have is this moment, this second. Right. We do because like too often there we, we live in a place of like, um, OK, well, I'm going to let's say you're in let's say you're in uh, in kindergarten. Well, kindergarten sets you or kindergarten, preschool sets you up for first grade. Well, grade school sets you up for high school. So then then high school sets you up for college. Well, then what's college set you up for a career? What's a career set you up for um, retirement? What's your retirement set you up for death? Right. Like, whereas if we're a mistake, that a series I did, of this, games. I did games. this in my early twenties where I actually have a blackout from like 22 to 27. I don't remember anything because I was so focused on the next thing. I'm like, no, I have to make the, the next income bracket. I have to make the next milestone. I have to do this enough where I basically uh, denied my reality, my denied right. my current state. Um,
0: you were living then, in the future.
2: Yeah, it's it's or an addiction to the future. To be honest, so that's or, why but, like yeah, you'll yeah. see what most people do is they either hyperfixate on a, the old story of the past. Mom said this, Dad said this. I've always struggled with this, the old past, or they live in the future, which is like yeah, you set goals, but like when you make the expectation your god or your like obsession and you're chasing it, and the feeling of chasing is not a good feeling. Like you're running from something or you're running towards something you just don't have that's running away away from you. It's a terrible feeling. The only true thing we have is this moment. This has been like one of my biggest objectives is to at all times like being present because I have my old pattern because you have to understand uh, either I think it's called either decompartmentalization or disassociation is a defense mechanism where we don't want to be present. It's like it's where we like either our minds go off or we, we feel numb or whatever the case may be. And if, if you're like, I notice I will get into this when I have, have so much stimulation. If like right now I'm in a really great season with my business, I am naturally disassociating or decompartmentalizing. I'm so living in the future. I'm not focusing on what's in front of me right now. I'll be with you. Like I, I have to do this when I'm with other people and enjoying myself a lot. Like whenever we're, we've all been together, I have to be really careful because my brain will shut off. And I have to always bring it back and ground myself into the present. Otherwise, I I just, I'll be like, wow, that didn't happen. And I felt like I was in a video game, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Rico. Dots. I know this listen, Rico. I, I don't know if what you knew yourself you were getting into, but me, me and Jared are both always talk so much. So I'm going to make sure that I, I do uh, defer to Dude, you. D- d- <laughs> Jared, do we not talk about this stuff
1: a lot? Uh, like every other day. Like every other day.
0: Um I love it. I
1: I mean I mean dude, it's it's I, I posted this on my story the other day where it's like the same thing with like weight loss and even making content like with other fitness coaches, right? It's like They're so fixated on an end goal and outcome, whether it's X amount of people on their email list or getting X amount of followers, subscribers, that it's like, they're so fixated on that. And I think what you were talking about, it's like, just buy into the process of getting there, right? It's like, it's like buy into the system, buy into uh, the the journey of getting there. Cause that's ultimately like what you have. Like, that's all we have. That's the present moment. That's what you create. Like you can't control what the future is going to hold. You can't control what the past, the past is already the past, right? Like you can't ever... We can't ever change that. And I think that's where a lot of people, a lot of depression comes from is, um, from living in the past too long. And I think that's where anxiety comes from is living in the future for too much. Right. Every single Um, day, every day. Right. Because I think we, we fixate too much on what we can't change and it eats at us when in reality, we literally have no control over it. Like we literally have no control over like the last thing I said on this podcast, I it's already done. Right. Um, Fuck, see, I can't control it. It's gone. (laughs) <laughs> no, I can't control it. It's gone. Um, but it's like, you know, even even in the future, like we we can't control what that's going to be like. And so I think that's why there's so much perceived anxiety, because we want to have control. And in reality, it's like, there's a lot of things that we can't. Um, but that, that search for control, you can't like... You can find that within buying in into the process of whatever it is you're doing. If it's weight loss, if it's fat loss, like okay, getting your steps in, you can 100% control that. If it's getting your water in, control that. Tracking your food, control that. Like no one's putting a fucking cheeseburger in your mouth. Like you can control that. Like that's you doing it. No, like right. like right, I'm, right, right. I'm not forcing you to eat a, a a higher calorie meal. Like you are right. Like th- these are all the things that you can control. Like for example, Jared has gotten a lot better at YouTube, and I'm so fucking proud of him. Um, but it's like he's he's getting better at editing. He's getting better at filming. He's getting better at his hooks, his delivery, um, making better cuts within his YouTube videos. And it's all these little things that it's like, you know, over time, like, I know he'll hit 100k on YouTube, but like, we'll come back to the day, like, you know, a couple days ago when he texted me, he's like, hey, Rico, how do I export? Derp, derp, derp. And then, and then uh, that, that's an inside joke with him. Ex- and I. Export um,
2: settings are a bitch. That's all I'm going to say. Export yes. settings yes. are a bitch.
1: Yes. But, um, but anyways, it's like Nerd. when we come, when we come back to it, like, you'll be like, damn, like, I, I can't believe that was what three years ago or two years ago, however long it was. Um, but like, again, you're just going along with the process of it. And like, I know it's just a matter of time with them, you know, but, but how yeah.
2: overplayed is that though? Right. That's the issue is we're all talking about the process and enjoy the journey, but like, that's one of the most overplayed things and statements. So no one takes it seriously, but like, right. that, but that's the issue is you tell someone that's got, they got 80 pounds to lose enjoy the process. And they're like, they're like, I I want to lose 80 pounds tomorrow. Right. Or tell the bro, or I can, I can remember back when I was like starting out broke and couldn't even pay my, hardly pay my mortgage. Enjoy the process. It's like, yeah, right. It's so, it's so hard to do because that's the dissatisfaction is the only thing that's causing you to move forward, right? That's why it's such a dichotomy, but it goes back to that one, the kind of thing is if you can't be happy, broke, you're never going to be happy, rich. If you can't be happy and learn to love yourself as a, if you can't accept yourself now, you're, you're not going to accept yourself when you have the external thing that you want. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. I always compare that to parenting. Um, people who struggle with this, they're like, how can I accept myself now? Cause I hate everything about me. It's it's the same kind of thing as how do you accept a kid when you uh when they're misbehaving, right? Your little Billy said, Mom, go fuck yourself. Like, and it's like mom still loves little Billy. Or number two, if, if the kid, like, let's say scrapes their knee and they're a hysterical mess, mommy says, Come here, then she fixes it. She doesn't say, I'll get your shit together. And then once you calm down, then you come here, mom says, Come here. Good old Mama McLeod, little Matt says, Come here, baby. <laughs> I got you. And then she fixes and puts a band-aid on. Acceptance first. Then we can change, but if you don't have that acceptance piece of the shit you're in right now, you'll you'll never make it on the other side.
0: Right. Well, if, with with the acceptance, it's like, well, I just see because it's kind of it's kind of paradoxical with behavior change. It's like, why can't we accept ourselves now? But then also, like accepting ourselves now does not take away from our desire to reach a certain goal. Or, that's or it that's the check. missing link, though. It that's, doesn't. Have, that's, I know, that's the issue. That's, Well, I think it's, it's that, but then also it's like, how can we, how can we, how can we keep that front and center? Keep that in the front of our minds whenever shit isn't going well and we're scared and thing after thing keeps going wrong and we're maybe uncertain about the future. And then also like Rico, like you mentioned in the beginning, the comparison trap of especially just like, well, I mean, I feel like with all of us and we're, I feel like we're all doing our own thing and doing different things, but I I feel like it's probably safe to say that we all struggle with comparison in some aspects. So it's, it's when all of the, we can say all day long, Hey, the focus on the journey or whatever. And we're sitting here trying to take our own advice. Right. But I think it's uh, uh, it's also sabotaged by social media and that can be difficult that's why you said you, you're off your phone and it's probably going to be linked to increased happiness so i think it's 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 it comes down to an understanding of these things that we just mentioned just like from a mindset perspective just realizing hey we're going to have desire after desire after desire but in our immediate loca- local surroundings we're We're okay right now and a lot of these things are just interpretations, stories that we're making up in our head and we're, we're suffering very much in our imagination as opposed to in reality. That was a quote, I think from Seneca or Marcus Aurelius, one of the philosophical dead guys. Um, but that's that's kind of what happened. So I think it's understanding that and then also, uh, accepting where you are, giving yourself, it's, it's the two voices is what I call it. It's just like, which voice do you need right now? Do you need the, the, the fatherly? Uh, uh, and of course I know these go back and forth for fuck's sake, political correctness in 2021, masculine traits, as far as like being logistical, being, uh, uh, being rational, being disciplined, being militant, right? Do you need that father figure in your life to say, Hey Matt, get your fucking shit together, pull yourself up. Let's go get after it. Or do you need that more like motherly instinct? Do you need that compassionate, that forgiveness, that kind? Like it's like which voice do you need in the moment, and kind of use that whichever one you need uh, to to help you keep moving forward. And I think that it's a it's a combination of of both of those things. Well,
2: it's somewhat. kind of like you talk about with, uh, you have a piece, a couple pieces of art. You've talked about this and you've talked about this with the potential upcoming tattoo ideas. We were talking about at oh. your house with order and chaos. It's the same kind of, oh, yeah. it's the same kind of argument. And, that, and that's, this is the issue is everything in life that comes out to be something good is a dichotomy. Everything.
0: It's dualism. It's Taoism. It's Right, it's, like I mean, uh, Jocko yeah. Jocko Willing
2: wrote arguably one of the best leadership books on the planet called "The Dichotomy of Leadership." It, it was like it's a concept of like when it comes to leading, and and especially he gives a lot of military examples because it's fucking Jocko. Um, it's all his, his consequences of poor leadership means soldiers die, but then the question is what if if underleading is not taking responsibility for your team's actions and your company going under, if that's not lead, if that's what happens when you don't lead good enough, but then over is called micromanaging. Where's the dichotomy, right? With right. Fa- let's say with um, with parenting, where's the dichotomy of over-parenting your child and they live at home till they're 80 versus them making their own grilled cheeses at two? right? Fat loss. Where's the dichotomy of obsessive or having a perfect diet and struggling with binge eating because you are only eat rice and kale and chicken versus a little too flexible. If we're being totally honest, where all you eat is pop tarts and gummy bears because hashtag calorie deficit, where's the dichotomy and with content quality and quality or quantity and quality. Yeah. Absolutely. Like back with, 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 with Matt McLeod, with like his weird shirts and like normal dress attire, like <laughs> yeah. it's like, where, where's the dichotomy? So exactly. But like at the end of the day, it's, it all is predicated on, a, I would argue level of self-awareness and you have to have both. That's the problem. If you, even like to, on every level, you see where this goes South is where we end in one extreme or the other. Right. right. One extreme. This was why extremism never works in any case. Political, um, environmental, friends, relationships, food, leadership, money. It, no, no extreme
0: ever works. Right. And I, And I think that finding the middle ground, that's the that's the difficult part. But I think it's just like. Yeah, dude, it's fucking hard. It's far. It's hard to. It's hard to live. Welcome you to know? The fucking it's, life, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. it's,
1: it's fucking far, dude. <laughs> it's far. <laughs> you almost said far. You're like, yeah, hey, what up, dude?
0: You know, it's fucking far. Oh, okay, so apparently now I'm just super redneck. It just it comes out. It if comes out. It's the trifecta sometimes. coming out, that twi- yeah, you know that 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 white wine it would get you going. Um, all right, let's. Let, I'm gonna switch. Gears. What uh, what are some things that you guys are? What are things some, you guys are excited about coming up? Is there anything cool that you guys are doing in the future? That uh, hope, that's hopefully, coming
1: to visit uh, Mr. and Mrs. McLeod. Oh yeah, that's.
0: that's well, I've very already true. been there. It's it's. it's yeah, a yeah, yeah, you, charm. you know what?
1: No no no. Hang on hang on. Let me bring this up. I <laughs> love how I left a comment. Um, I was like one of the first ones, you know, wishing your mother a happy birthday, and she <laughs> yeah, liked my comment. <laughs> <just laughs> whatever did, whatever it did, and uh, she liked my comment, but she didn't respond to it. I'm like, oh, that's. How- Got it. Okay, that's how it is. Got it. Cool, cool, cool.
0: It's fine. Dude, she... Okay, but then you saw the the massive comment she left you afterwards because that i i don't i don't think that you responded to that one and that's what i want to know is cuz you didn't see cuz th- this is cuz my mom it, it's it's my mother i am i am my my mother's child because i know what she did she saw your comment of just like oh he she didn't respond to me and she felt instantly bad about it so she left you a very long rico, comment explaining you herself rico ex- come on
1: Explain. You, you, you know that was that
0: was a joke of course i know I, i'm not saying she was actually feeling that bad i'm just saying that for it's the same thing that i would I do did. i would over justify <laughs> like if somebody if somebody's if somebody was like oh you didn't respond to me i would be like hey i let me be your best friend i'll what's your address i'll send you a gift i promise like i i want to overcompensate for for making you feel bad so yes just so everyone knows for the record on my post you can what are you, what are you doing to that Taking
1: mic my le- hang on so now you can see me better <laughs>
0: videographer, fuck. He just, he's like, I'm I was changing, taking off my ND filter.
1: Lens. ND filter stands for neutral
0: density. Amazing. What is that? Hey, no one cares. Whatever,
1: dude.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, this is yeah, cool. You see the this different cool. photo, but then I when did. I when I took Hang it off, on. now you can. See. You, I didn't see who cares. So, Hang on. Did so to ha- <laughs> so take away, so take <laughs> away the you. brightness, is
0: that what it is? It takes away the brightness um, behind. No, you? so
1: it, it neutralizes um, the rays from the sun, and so I, I have the variability to control it. But since it's well, getting overcast and cloudy now, there's no need to have it on.
0: That was, the, stupid, that, that was my stupid that was my stupid way of saying hey does it control the brightness behind you and you're like that no, was your stupid way of saying it, hey it, derp it, it, what does this it, it, thing do it, derp it takes the sun and it changes the nutrient density the, the, it's like hey dude it changes the fucking brightness behind you that's what hey, it
1: does they, it changes
2: the fucking brightness it, it, it stops it, the, the hater rays. this is this is this is, the this hater, is the like the,
0: the, this is the expert talk whenever it's just like they don't know they're they're sounding so much like an expert we're, we're, we're explaining the calorie deficit to somebody who doesn't even know yeah the world
2: thermodynamics
0: yeah exactly um okay so yeah okay we're gonna talk about you guys coming to kentucky soon enough we will definitely do that but another three hours what dude, yes Whatever, dude. <laughs> dude enough um, enough what Rico, else am i excited tra- about you've been traveling everywhere have you been anywhere really cool that you haven't been recently i like travel stories or anything cool happen i've been i've been to year house i've been to vegas
1: like Yared. three or four times in the past two months did you gamble um, you gamble or no oh yeah
2: I saw Rico make eighty dollars in roulette. When oh, we were in Vegas. I thought you said eighty well, lost Well, Jared, I won six
1: hundred dollars on roulette again this past weekend. Ooh, so, red or, red so or black. black? Red, red twenty three. All the twenty three. Okay. So I, I I put two two five chips on twenty three, and that pays thirty-five to one. And then I bet the corners around it, and then I bet the double, which was split between twenty three and 20, 23 oh. hit. Lost my
0: mind. How stoked were you? Oh, Dude. massively stoked. It's the, it's the best. You need the Mike oh. Vacanti. You need to, you need to hit him up. He's the he's the gambler. He's the uh he's the actual responsible delinquent, to be he honest. Is. He, he is a responsible be, delinquent. He used to be hardcore. He used to be hardcore into the uh the gambling game. I miss that guy. I miss him a lot. I sent him, seen random him in a random message. I, I sent him a random message the other day, just like, hey, just making sure you're still alive, making sure you're still breathing, bro. Yeah, no, I, I, well. I just checking on him. I just said, Hey, how you doing, bro? He said he's yeah. he's doing good. He's doing That's fine. Good. They're they're doing their book, so that'll be. That'll be exciting. Matt, when's um, your birthday, real quick? December twenty eighth.
1: Yeah, but never mind. Up. Okay. Um, well, I've you've got my a trifecta birthday.
2: Do we? When's yours? You, Ryan, and mine, yours and Ryan's birthdays are all within a week
0: yeah. or so. Oh, we've got a
2: trifecta birthday.
0: Let's. So our go. birthdays are next month. I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty excited for <laughs> for my birthday to be honest. Um, all right, he's like, so he's you, like, hey, I I got a birthday too. Can you've been you've been to, you've been to Las Vegas multiple times. Yeah, that's all that's always fun. Jared, Jared, yep. do you do you have anywhere coming up that you're excited about? Um or are you are you chilling?
2: Uh for a most while? of my excitement stuff is in like boring businessy stuff. I've got some cool shit in business happening right now. Um, right? That, but it's like most people wouldn't really care about it. And uh but that's what I'm fired as fuck up about. Um I feel like something's happening. I don't know. I feel like there's something, but I can't. I something's I happening. Something
0: with you or in the world or in general? Well, I was meeting with me because in, in the metaverse, I am the world. Um. Well,
1: well, I, I know what's coming up with with Jared and I shortly, and then also in December for you and I, which would be fun.
2: Yeah, Rico will well, we'll leave a secret. We'll leave us. Yeah. Or you want, to, you want to talk about it? I mean, we could give a little bit. We'll just say Rico and I might be. Wait, are we, are no, we allowed is, to talk this about
1: this? This isn't a might,
2: is it? It's happening. It's not a
1: might. Oh, I know. Though.
0: I
2: was trying to be facetious. Um, are we allowed to talk about it? Um. Yeah. I mean, I don't see well, why not.
0: Well, now listeners are going to be super pissed. If you don't, I'm going to be super pissed. If you don't
2: Rico and I have a couple big boy speaking engagements where we're tag teaming, um, on, Oh, okay. On, okay. On, 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 uh, doing, some I was like already, I, I was talks. already aware. Yeah. So,
0: um, are yeah. you guys nervous? Well, I know, Jared, I know you thrive off that shit. Oh, how do you feel? I, like, I, 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 I would love snort shit. that shit off a table. Like, let's go. <laughs> speaking. So are you guys speaking around your all's, I'm assuming, your area of expertise? Like for, is it in the fitness industry, I'm assuming? Yep. Yeah. It's,
1: it'll be for like uh, other coaches as well. Um, so speaking to coaches about like content, audience growth, um, content, that converts, converts, how, yeah. content that converts, content that sells like short form content long form content like it's cool because like jared's a coach but i also work for coaches coaches. and so Mm -hmm. it's it's like such a cool little i don't know i feel like dichotomy is the fucking word of this podcast so we're just gonna say cool little dichotomy it's Um, meta it's meta it's very meta. meta it's meta bro it is, um, but uh yeah no i'm i'm super pumped about that and i'm
2: we'll excited about the
0: de- the december one because it's in person we're actually
2: on stage it's on a fucking stage and like where's it at?
0: can you tell me where it's at or well, i mean it's on me off offer it is in arizona yeah scottsdale scottsdale dot scale i feel like i need to possibly make a trip or something go have have a good time.
1: possibly i don't know why you're not going to be there I will.
0: Right, we'll, we'll figure it out We'll figure it out. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever, dude. Dude, we need to figure. We need to. When are when are we going to create our podcast? We're going to. When are we going to create the trifecta? Can we all create podcast? one, like, like well, as a trio. Yeah, that's what I said. Like a three. What would it be called? I feel like. <laughs> what would it be about? The trifecta. Uh, what is this I'll, podcast been I'll about? Be the
2: Diet Coke. Rico can be the, the alcohol. No, the alcohol. Oh. Oh the alcohol oh. well no he doesn't know no, I, I
0: have to be uh, someone's got to be the water no, i've no, no, got to no, no, be no. the alcohol we, we can okay. each have
1: our own trifectas we could e- okay M- matt has his own trifecta jared has his own trifecta i have my own Jared's trifecta Ooh. is a cigar diet pepsi and water Ooh, mine fucking is no. espresso espresso cannoli and i need another one water mm, dr pepper
0: Ooh, i like this actually so you're okay. he's the only one without water Espresso, well, carbonated water carbonated water with sugar there's in it. water and coffee, dude. <laughs> okay. there's, there's water in Dr. Pepper, too. So yeah, how do you make that stuff? Water, <laughs> first ingredient,
1: okay? Relax. Wow. Love
0: oh, it. fuck. No, that sounds amazing. I, I think, I don't know. I, I, I think it would be fun to do. I, I just like uh, sometimes doing podcasts on my own. You know, it's it's fun, but I love just, I love having, I love riffing. What do we if call you it? You two like
1: coaches a, and a videographer podcast.
0: Two coaches and a videographer Two coaches have a familiar ring microphone. to it. <laughs> Two coaches, coaches and cameras. Coaches and cameras. Well, I mean that I, you're not a camera though. I feel. Well, I think this the is,
2: trifecta sounds really cool because there's three of us and we each have our own little trifecta. I think
1: ring. that. But uh, well, we also need to be careful because there's trifecta the meal prep company.
0: Dude, they can it's go fine. fuck hey, themselves.
1: Hey, dude. Listen to uh, me. Get don't, close don't, to the mic. Hey, we don't get close to
0: the mic. Hey, they can go fuck themselves. That's what, <laughs> what I'm I don't saying. claim
1: any okay. of the energy that matters throwing out in this world i gotta
0: look yeah welcome to the asmr this is mama cloud your host um no but seriously i need to look up the trademarks on that um i am for sure gonna go balls deep into responsible delinquents though that's beautiful that shit somebody yeah. like somebody was like dude you should make merch for that like i would wear that merch and everything i was like i would wear that merch too honestly so and it's I'm just, gonna, I'm going to go by RD, responsible delinquents.com like,
2: like, delinquents. just so you can't oh.
0: have it. Oh, oh same. I'm, I'll do that now. I'm going to go daddy right now. I'm seriously don't, but the, here's the thing. What's unfortunate is that responsible and delinquents are both hard to spell words for most people. <laughs> you know, wow. it's just like, it's going to be, it needs to be like resp, resp Dell. <laughs> Re- I don't know. man we are we are crushing the hard-hitting issues on this podcast i hope that everybody is enjoying this part of the podcast well did um, you get any questions on your q a um hold on i i might have got one or two. What, it was you, also just,
1: post, you also posted it like an hour before we got know,
0: on. No, that was my fault. I posted like two hours before. Hold on one second. I'm looking up responsible delinquents. He's actually looking this up. All right. Well, well see, fill here's the, the thing. We'll fill the time. No, here's the thing. I don't. I can't even spell it myself just like quickly after a glass of wine. I know hold Jared's on. looking it up. I can just tell. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, Jared can look it up. That's fine. Um, Do you, is, is, it singular, is it singular or plural? Delinquents? Uh, no, uh, plural. Hold on. Okay. Somebody asked. Oh. Clients who say I'm not motivated—that's a—that's a, that's one of the questions. Bro, um, it's
2: available.
0: It is, of course, it's available for life. Don't you? Don't next you dare. to nothing. Clients who say don't I'm not dead. motivated. Yes. So she 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 said uh, um, she said clients who say I'm not motivated. I guess just like how to how to handle that. I feel like Jared. Oh,
1: great. There, so or, how, or how to handle Rico. it? Cli- clients that are not motivated. Amazing. So is don't coach is the, the, the does it, <laughs> does it does it cost that. you more to stay the same today and be and 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 be in that. That pain that you're in right now, or does it cost you less to be a whole new person 90 days from now? Because I think if we look at transformation in a three-month period, like, like what what's it costing you to stay the same or to make a change, right? And so I think when it comes to motivation, it's like you're not lacking motivation; you're either lacking discipline or you're lacking action. And most of the time, right? Like we t- like Jordan Sye will talk about like the whole like, what does he thought like action leads to motivation leads to a result, right? And rinse and repeat. Action and so results it's like-
2: motivation. Repeat.
1: action results, motivation. Got, yeah. yeah. You take action, you get a result, you get motivated from it, keep taking action. Right. And so I'm a big fan of taking messy action, right. Where it's like, you don't have to take any, it doesn't have to be perfect because most people, specifically people that I work with, when it comes to content, they overthink like a motherfucker and they don't post anything. And they're like, well, I, I'm i just going to strategize and I'll really get motivated to make content and, and post content. And like, I'll, I'll, I'll film a video when I'm motivated. Right. And it's like, you looking at me. Then you, and Matt, You. Oh, yeah, on, let, me, let, me, let me keep going yeah you go ahead um and and, 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 oh got it and so when it when it comes down to that let me let me go freehand here we don't need to stand rico's in him oh shit mc fucking rico let's go um and so i think i think most people just are looking for an excuse to not take action when in reality it's like the thing that's stopping you is your inability to take action and it doesn't need to be perfect it doesn't need to be the most thought out plan. It just needs to be something right where I think a lot of people overlook going for a walk and getting their steps in, um, or even posting an Instagram story, like something just don't not take action because you will repeatedly live that day in and day out. And it's like days, weeks, months go by and you haven't done anything because you're just sitting there trying to plan and trying to decipher on how to take action when reality, it's like, you just got to do it.
0: Mm -hmm. And now Um, I pass it over to Jared. Yeah, I was gonna say, Jared. I know what's you. Probably what's got the th- actual I, I question? Have, I, I have thoughts too. Um, so, clients who lack motivation. Just clients no who lack question. motivation. Yeah, that's kind of just like dealing with that.
2: Um, so, number one is uh, to to pick it back off Rico. Like, whenever I have a client that's not showing up for themselves, or even with myself, this was my this is my motivation hack. I made a whole big YouTube video about this. Is um, I think about how horrible it hurts being where I'm at right now. The twist yep. the fucking knife, like it's because if if we think about it. If we compare this, because one of my favorite things to do with clients is um, pair, make a, draw a parallel with an analogy of something they do they do amazingly with this. So, for example, if someone's like, hey, I have no motivation, that's why I don't eat right, or I don't track my calories, or I don't work out. I go, so why do you pay your water bill? And, I'm, and, and they're like, because like, my water will get shut off. I go, ah, so we have reasons. So that's it. So what are our reasons? I think it's the whole, like, what's your, why is corny as fuck and no one listens to it, but like, what are your reasons? Like, why the fuck are we doing this? And like, have that conversation about like pain is what drives human behavior is one of the biggest things in the fitness world. So the question is then what pain are we driving from and really highlight that and bring it to light and go like, wow, me not executing. Isn't me holding myself back. It is. You are a car going 80 miles an hour in a why in the road and you are picking one or the other. It's not like inaction is nothing. It's you not showing up for yourself is you are either going towards your goal or you are going towards pain and suffering. Because So that's usually number one. I usually like to have a talk about that, but then I make it a character issue, um, not showing up because you don't feel like it means you have shitty fucking character, because if it was anyone other than you, you have shitty fucking character. If I said, Rico, I will come pick you up from the airport. And then I leave you because I just didn't feel like getting in my car, and I left you hanging. That would make me a piece of shit person, right, Matt? If you if your your mom made us the most beautiful dinner when I was at your at 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 your neck of the woods, and Rico wasn't there, Um, yeah, whatever, dude. (laughs) Twist twist the knife, but exactly twist the knife. Um, But then, like, if if you and I said, "Hey, we're gonna help you pick up, clean up, do the dishes, and clean up," and we just went on the couch and say we just changed our minds that that would be easily say you have shitty character you don't do the things you said you would do so sure. if you are doing this for yourself it's no different it is means you have shitty character so i would make it a character level problem because that's ultimately what it is because at the end look, of the day you, you can't you can't uh yeah whatever uh yeah, at the sorry, end of the day sorry. you can't you can't force anyone to do anything so this is all we that we can do is like is change perspective and all this stuff we can't we can't force and to be honest i'm not a fan of forcing because it means i i would argue someone doesn't really want it um because forcing never goes anywhere well uh and whatnot so
0: right what were you gonna say rico how do you show up for yourself jared Jared talked about showing up for yourself so how do you show up for yourself i will i want to answer that in a second but i do want to make sure that i give my thoughts real quick some practicality on the last answer and that is i i I agree with everything you guys are saying but first i would so for me it's like usually in action it comes from lack of clarity and belief in my plan and so i i love messy action i do but i'm the type of person where i'm just like i'm not just gonna fuck around and just post things randomly just in the sake for for content for example right but just like somebody else, if I tell them, Hey, just have protein with every single meal or something like that, if they don't know why, or if they don't know what that cause is going, like, what's the result that's going to come from that cause. Sometimes it's, they're just not, they're not going to have belief into the plan. So with me, and, and this is what's been happening with my business is that I just lacked a little bit of clarity and I didn't believe in my plan moving forward. And I just, I had tons of different options. However, I didn't believe in any one of them necessarily a whole lot more than the other one. Right. So whenever I found clarity, then that's going to give me uh, a plan. That's going to give me a direction at least to where I can start taking messy action forward. I still think that the messy action is going to be part of it, but I need some type of clarity. I need yeah. some type of plan that I believe in that I know is logical to take me from a to B or C or, or whatever. Right. And so I think that it's, it starts with that. And then from there, then you just have to start small and try and build momentum. Look at your little floppy dick microphone. I don't know. Um, what it's
2: doing. <laughs> I don't
0: know. He wasn't ready. Ruin no. it. Ruined no, that, it.
2: Matt, Matt, that's a really good point because a lot of times, uh, it's especially like, like I do this for example. It's easy to just be like, "Oh, you have shitty character," right? But, but, but you bring up a really good point. If if the environment isn't conducive, then like it's it, it, we're working harder than we have to, right? Like, right. Uh, the, and i was I was actually just talking with someone about this yesterday is they're like they were applying for coaching and stuff like that and they were they were saying that like uh they have no motivation, but it's because they're like, I just don't know what I'm doing and I, I said the exact same thing. I said, well, it's really hard to be motivated when you are like driving the car with the gaslight on It's really hard to feel good and motivated and certain when you don't know if you're gonna make it. so I think that's a very good
0: point. oh see what it is and i I think I put this in my Automated Fitness Workshop, shameless plug. Um, but, and I heard this analogy from somebody else, but it's it's the idea of, so if I plug in, let's say it's nighttime and I Jared, I plug in your um, address into my phone and I have a GPS. So I have a map, basically how to get there, right? Step-by-step. Step. But whenever I'm driving in my car, and it's nighttime, and I have my headlights on, the only thing that I can see in front of me is as far as those headlights go. And so I basically have to just trust in the map, in the GPS, and in the road, I guess, and in my car, to take me to the destination that I'm going to. But I can only see what's in front of me. And so, so I think that's kind of where the the messy action comes in. But also, I need I need that GPS. I need something yeah. to be like, hey, this is going to increase your probability of success if you follow this GPS, this map. And obviously with our certain goals, they can be complex. They can be, uh, not clearly defined like a, a an endpoint. However, I need a, I needed some type of track to be like, Hey, if you go in this direction and you try hard and you, you put in some messy action, the likelihood of your success is going to be much higher than if you chose, you know, these other three routes, Absolutely. for example. Um, so <clears throat> that's that how I show up for myself. Um, <sighs> So I think one of the things that I show, so I'm constantly like, well, so it starts in the morning. So it starts with momentum. This is, this is kind of the things that, that I'm big on. So it starts with, you know, the laugh, right? So, so having some type of comedy going on, that's like, to me, that's like a win, right? If I can smile, if I can laugh in the morning, that's going to be a win. So I'm, I'm all about accumulating wins earlier in the day and making them as easy as possible to accumulate. So first would be, Literally, I can just turn on a podcast that takes zero effort on my, my part and also perhaps maybe not checking email, not checking social media. Those are two other things that would both be accumulated wins that are going to help me build momentum. The idea here is like when people say to like make your bed and shit. I don't do that, but the same premise is, is there, right? So something small, you can build some momentum, and then so next would be like, all right, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go for a walk. Look at your dog behind you, just looking at you like He's a serial. He's staring player. a hole through me. He's that's hilarious. Being out here, <laughs> um, but the next one, the next one is gonna be going for a walk, and that's also takes almost zero effort. I'm just, I, I wake up, I put my clothes on, I don't even wash my face, nothing. I'm just like, I put my clothes on, I go for a walk, and I walk around the complex. That's gonna be another win, right? And then whenever I come in then I I cultivate cultivate the positive environment. Hopefully by looking at my to-do list, which I made the night before, that's going to be something that is huge for me. That's going to dictate not being reactive throughout the entire day and not just kind of, because again, whenever I have that lack of clarity for what I'm doing that day, and if I don't believe in what I'm doing that day, I'm going to dick around. I'm going to go to dopamine rushes. I'm going to try and post things on the, on the on Instagram. I'm going to try and get things where I'm just like, I get these little dopamine rushes, like oh, this is this is good, even though I know in the back of my head I need to keep working on that project and stop chasing the shiny object, right? So something, so making sure that my to do list is done the night before, or as soon as I get back from the walk, I take an inventory of everything that I need to do today, prioritize, and then write that down, um, or or just have it in my head, whatever. Then uh, then I cultivate the environment. Then next is uh, I usually read for about thirty minutes, and whenever I'm reading, I turn on Bob Marley. Because you cannot be upset. It is just science. You cannot be upset whenever you are listening to Bob Marley. And because, dude, one time whenever I was in college, for my entire finals, I turned on Bob Marley and just I listened to it while I studied because finals sucked. Dick and studying and everything was just so terrible. I was like, you know what? I love. I blended together, and this probably isn't always the best idea either. I blended together something that I hated with something that I loved, and then I, I put them together, and I was like, okay, this is manageable. That's something they tolerate. <laughs> it made it made my studying much more um, doable, and so that's that's what I did. So now. I listen to some music. Oh, and then also, so I'm drinking caffeine. See, this is how my brain thinks. It's all about the experience, right? I'm drinking caffeine. I don't start drinking the caffeine until I turn on the first Bob Marley song. That's the key because I want it to peak at the same time. This is the same reason why I have the trifecta. I have all three drinks at the same time so that all the different ingredients will hit together at the same time. For people that don't know, the trifecta is caffeine water uh, and alcohol, right? And those three things, so caffeine is an upper, alcohol is a downer and the water is for hydration. All of those things together create a synergistic effect that is known as the trifecta. I'm um, glad you don't do drugs. I do do drugs though. That's what's No, funny. no. You're like, no, yeah, I do kidding. coke and heroin no, 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 no. at the same no, I'm time. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. And I snort I'm ecstasy. No, 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 no. All tripping on acid. <laughs> no, no. Weed. We're, we're good with weed. I'm, I'm good with weed. Now it's called the quad. <laughs> we the quad right it just keeps growing and then it's just like it just no, no. keeps He's getting like, bigger like in that other universe there's different shapes like <laughs> geometric patterns That's what we're all about um but yeah so that's just that's just what i it's just as far as showing up for myself it's like these are kind of my non-negotiables of just like these very small things that i need to hit every single day and i think it's it's also just in my uh, showing up for me is like one it's going to be keeping my promises i make to myself that's a big thing that that i always preach just making sure that By the time that I go to sleep that night, I'm, I'm pretty proud of what I did that day. And that involves keeping my word to myself based off of my values, uh, in the moment. So, so that's, that's definitely going to be big. And then also I've been practicing a lot of just like compassion and forgiveness. Uh, I I think that that's big trying not to be too hard on myself, um, but also not being too easy on myself either. Right. I I think it's, it's going back and forth of those. And then lots of just like meditation and trying to be present and kind of like, uh, uh, the concept I've been fascinated with is like choiceless awareness. So it's just being awareness and just not having much judgment uh, or any type of story that you, you walk past somebody, you walk past a homeless person, you see them, you're like, oh man, I'm so glad I'm like not that person or, or whatever. So what I'm trying to do is whenever I'm walking around or whenever I'm doing something, or if I'm judging myself or I'm judging other people, I'm trying to catch that as quickly as I can and, and trying to just kind of be like, oh, instead of, oh, there's a homeless person, I'm doing so much better than him. I'm so glad I'm not him, whatever. I'm just like, oh. There's a homeless person and then I keep walking. Do you see what I'm saying? And it's mm-hmm. just, it's that, it's that kind of little shift that is, of course, it's a practice. It's a, it's a practice as opposed to, I get to this point of enlightenment or whatever you want to call it, but it's just, it's that kind of mindfulness practice. So there you go. I That's love the it. answer. <laughs> um, all right. What time we got? What is it? 4.43? I feel like, I know that we could keep going, but I feel like we should, we should, we should cut it off here. Because that was kind of a natural secession, unless any of you guys want... Also, real quick, check this out. Responsible Delinquents, you can't see it. $2.99. $2.99. $2. I just sets. sent that to you. Jared sent that. Oh Well, I looked it up before he sent it to me, so it doesn't matter. No, I sent it to you. Jared. No, I, no, no, Jared no, no, sent no, that. No, nope, 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 nope. No, no. It's actually two fifty a month. It's my podcast. Uh, this is the ASMR More Than Fitness podcast. You know what's interesting?
2: You're talking about my domain name because I just... <laughs> bought
0: i'm <laughs> just kidding <laughs> yeah oh man i'd be so pissed i look it up it's like contact a broker to get your website i'm like oh you motherfucker so um, here you know what this means now when, when
2: do you think david will have this out like when do you think this will be a
0: thing like oh uh, oh next tuesday
2: so you need to have responsible delinquents.com oh, yeah. by tuesday oh, it's, it's
0: getting purchased like now <laughs> it's three dollars i'm fucking i got it um you got that a month $3, yes. a month is it three no it's not I don't know. Either way, either way, it's fine. Do you need need help? You got that? Uh, Yeah. Hey guys, if you could, uh, my PayPal is. Um, Okay, anything (laughs) else you guys want to touch on? You guys good to go? If you guys want to plug anything, please feel free. Not all at once, you fucking (laughs) Douchebags! <laughs> I
2: plug wow. so many things. Sorry, on the daily sorry, that was basis.
0: aggressive. That was, uh, I'm sorry, that was aggressive. I apologize. Jared, I'm taking I'm a step back. So many things on a I really daily <laughs> basis.
2: Like <laughs> oh, I feel Rico's like a douche plugging. Both of us. I feel Rico. like a
0: douche plugging. Dude, don't feel like a douche. It's fine. You got things oh. that'll help people. Let well, them know. in
2: in the meantime, you can hear my dog what? reverse sneezing in the background. I hear oh, Remy reverse sneezing. That's, that's what the vet, like, what dog people. Oh, I think you it. told me about that. That's he's insane. basically doing the equivalent of this going. To is basically what he's doing.
0: Oh. Because little Remy's oh, got that's allergies. What that, is that what that is? I yeah. feel like I've seen dogs do that before and I'm like, what are yeah. you doing?
2: Yeah, they call it a reverse sneeze, but uh, he's overstanding by the trash can. Just, dude, I'm on a podcast.
0: Just reverse. Being he just so, looks up at me. And he's like, asshole. I'm <laughs> so inconsiderate. Yeah. Um, all right, well, f- dude, I don't care. Plug, I'm telling you know you what? plug. You know
2: what? I'm going to do this. I'm going to say, I have the world's best free shit. So just go to my link tree. Linktree.com okay. slash Hamilton Trained. And all my free shits right there.
0: Excellent. Perfect. Um, Rico.
1: Um, I mean, I don't know what you're gonna put in the show notes, Matt.
0: I'll put everything in the show notes. I'll put whatever you want. Put a put penis you, emoji. Put your you Instagram. Let's not do that. What's your what's your Instagram? Tell me your Instagram.
1: Rico Dad and Carnati. or you can follow me on TikTok at Rico
0: Incarnati. Ah, there we go. The TikTok. The talk. The talk. The TikTokers.
2: Is it a bad thing that I get introduced on podcasts a lot? Is not a fitness coach, not a whatever. Is a TikToker. <laughs> like
0: I'll get introduced oh, as a TikToker. Yeah. I can't. How many, many followers good, are you at? How many? How many followers are you have? Uh, uh, barely over a quarter million. Oh, the fucking metric. Barely over a quarter million. Like two fifty one. I love it.
2: Something like that. I love it. Quarter I love million. You just South- did. You know he
0: that, just did? He's that's like, a yeah, copywriting yeah, technique right there. Yeah, it's 251. <laughs> yeah. Let me just flop my dick out on the table. <laughs> it's just uh, 250. No, no I'm great. compensating because I can't flop um, it. Out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <I've gone. laughs> that's a podcast for another day. Um, all right. Thank you, guys. We will. Uh, yes, this will be out Tuesday. Um, yeah more than fitness podcast rico jared thank you guys for coming on love we'll you. chat again chat thank again you. And if you
1: guys enjoyed make sure to give matt a five-star review he's a phenomenal host um whatever your biggest takeaway was from this episode leave it in the review below send us all oh. a message love you guys and final message be a fucking shark
0: peace out And that is that, my friends. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the More Than Fitness podcast. And please, if you could help me out a little bit here and leave a rate and review in iTunes. And also... Take a screenshot and post it up on your IG story. Tag me at Matt McLeod 6. I'd love to share it. I'd love to connect with you. I'd love to hear your feedback about the podcast and also so that we can share the word with other people. I would love to build up this community, build up this tribe of people that we have like you and I uh, and get the word out there. Uh, also if you want more free content you can check the links in the description i have my free four week workout plan the ultimate physique development and also if you want to work with me online one-on-one for personal coaching you can check the link in the description as well Uh, and anything else you need please send me an email send me a dm i would love to hear from you again thank you so much for listening